I actually looked back at my notes from before I got hired and I had like my my three big goals and it was like one was just you know just slow down I think that was like the first note slow down you can't do everything take your time and just focus on really relationship building and the rest will come Hello, friends, and welcome to season six of the Future Ready Librarian podcast series, Leading from the Library. This is a podcast for all librarians wherever you are in your journey. It is filled with amazing guests, important topics, and engaging conversations that will inspire, engage, and support all of us as future ready librarians. I am your host, Shannon McClintock Miller. I am the district teacher librarian at Van Meter Community in Van Meter, Iowa, and I serve as the Future Ready Librarian spokesperson. I have the pleasure of working within my library and school community and also with others around the country and world through future ready librarian events, conferences, consulting, writing, and more. I am honored to bring these voices and the work of others to our podcast and to all of you. Tonight, I'm really excited to welcome someone that I recently got to spend some time with at FETC. And I, when I met Lauren, I could not wait to ask her to come to the podcast. So welcome, Lauren. Hi. Oh, my voice is kind of cracking. <laughs> Hi, Shannon. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be with you again. It's great to see you. I know. It's so good to see you too. And I just love following what you do on social. And it was so fun to be with you at FETC and just to hear all the things that I think as a new, you know, library media specialist, like all the things that we do, but hearing someone that is new and like the energy, I think is just so great too. So I'm so bright eyed and bushy tail. (laughs) So funny because usually um, I feel like I'll meet people online and then connect with them in uh, in person but we kind of met first in person and so now we're getting together to do this and it's so cool because like i know her no i love it i love it so much and let's just start by having you introduce yourself to everyone and tell about your role and kind of what you did before too oh sure so Hi, everybody. My, again, my name is Lauren Mobley. I'm a school library media specialist in Atlanta, Georgia at North Clayton Middle School. And I serve about over 800 students, grades six through eight. I work with the, the kids, you know, trying to get them reading, working with the teachers. And before, it's actually my second year in the school library, before I taught English and I taught special education uh, at the high school level. So I'm new to the library position and I'm new to the middle school. And it has been a fun, rocky road of just adventure and, you know, fun reading technology stuff, all that good research goodies. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I love that you're in Georgia. So many great people there and in Atlanta. So I always love keeping up with with all of you. And just reading through, like, I always have our guests write things that they're passionate about and topics that they want to talk about. And one that really stood out for me when I was reading through Lauren's was how do you change the perception of the library? And I thought this was really interesting because the things, especially as a new librarian, 
that we think of, you know, getting kids into our library and collaboration and doing all the things with technology, like those are things that definitely will change the perception. And so just like take a step back two years when you started in the library. And so talk about what that means to you, like changing the perception of your library. It was so important to me to change the perception um, just because <clears throat> I knew from my like my coursework and from my own experience um, being a student and how um, we thought about the library and I just really wanted it to be a fun place because honestly before I even got hired I would listen to School Librarians United podcast with Amy Herman all the time and she'd be interviewing these people and talk about how fun their library was and I was like oh my god I have got to make my media center the place to be. It's got to be fun like this. And so when I first got hired and I went into the school and I was like, oh, it's a little, you know, no shade. It's a little dingy in here. We have to make it fun and fun and bright and want everybody to come be a part of it. And so it was really important for me to change the perception um, to, to be a place where everybody wanted to be at. We always talk about the library, the library being, you know, the heart of the school. And so you've got to get that that blood pumping and those people in there um, all the time and just having a good time. And, you know, not just necessarily reading, but seeing all the amazing things that are possible by being in the space and the resources that are available for them to take outside. Yeah. So as you started changing it, like, were the kids just so excited to have you and have their library? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I, when I first started my first year, I um, I had like a big party <laughs> in the library. Awesome. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we're not doing orientation. We're doing like a party, like a luau. And so like I decorated the whole media center into like this Hawaiian theme because they were cheap at Dollar Tree. <laughs> and had like got like a boatload of candy and had like games like hula hoops and just you know all types of fun stuff like um beach chairs like I tried to make it like legit a luau like I made these huge trees out of paper anyways I, I I'm not saying I'd do that again but that was my my mentality going into like I'm gonna have like a huge party and I had the classes come in and it was crazy but they that set the tone because <laughs> that really set the tone because they're like, oh, this is fun. I'm like, yes, it is. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I've just hooked you. Yeah. Hooked you and now you're gonna come back again. Right. And Aww. so, you know, having those um having games out for them to do too has been really helpful. Um, even my kids who who I'm trying to push into push more into reading, they'll come and play the games. So, you know, I got you in here and now I can kind of <laughs> side, side talk to you. Let me show you what else I got. <laughs> well, and especially middle school kids, like they're at that age where they, you know, they think they don't need us, but they do. And so the things like games and having conversations and things that you can bring in like fun little things, that's what's, that is what really hooks them then to, you know, be interested or listen to what you have on your shelves. And, and that's what it takes sometimes. Mm, middle schoolers are so funny. And really, I feel like they just want to be heard. Yes, they do. They're special and that you like their bracelets. <laughs> like, oh, she likes me. I do. I do like you. Oh, I <laughs> love Come back and see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think that is so awesome. Well, and, and what about the teachers? Like, were they used to having 
a librarian to collaborate with or is that something that was new to them too? No, no, that was very new to them. And it's so funny because when I started, you know, picking up the pace and, and making those connections and those relationships with teachers. So they wanted to come in and I have classes and <clears throat> there's like, um, I guess, um, other positions at the school who would kind of use the media center because there were never classes in there. So they come set up or have their meetings in there and stuff. I'm like, no, I have a class coming. <laughs> I'm going to, this is a community space, of course, but I'm sorry, you guys are going to have to move because <laughs> I have a class now. So in the future, I can put you on my calendar. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I can do this too with you. <laughs> Oh, that's great. And I'm sure, I mean, we've all been one-to-one -one forever. And so I'm sure that technology, especially in a middle school, is a big part of it. And is that a big part of your role as the librarian, the tech piece? So, okay. It is and it isn't. The the instructional technology pieces, yes, I'll try to support teachers and um, support them with their lessons, give them resources, things like that. and. I say yes to no because when I first started, I was so, what's the word, naive, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be like super friendly and build these relationships with everybody. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll help you with this. I'll do the Chromebooks. But we have a tech, um, kind of. We have a tech. Um, so we have a, a technician who does all the Chromebook stuff because the school is one-to-one. And I was like doing way more than I needed to. And so now I'm kind of like backing up and I'm like, this is the tech stuff because you kind of wear me out. But I mean, like my first year when I was trying to get in there and, um, balance, you know, figure out what I was doing and balance everything and make those connections, it was okay. But now that I have like a lot more library responsibilities and classes and things like that, it's, I'm, I'm like backing off of it. So no and yes. Yeah, but I will say I do have like for testing, I do a lot of Chromebook stuff. Um, that's my responsibility. I give out loaners sometimes. That's my responsibility. But for the most part, a lot less Chromebook than it used to be. Yeah, yeah, I know that's a big part of a lot of librarians, you know, job, and especially as you start and you want to like learn about your collection and learn about your readers and learn about the programming that you do. It's nice that you have time to do that too. Just trying yeah. to like take it all in and do, do everything. But then also I actually looked back at my notes from before I got hired and I had like my, my three big goals. And it was like, one was just, you know, just slow down. I think that was like the first note, slow down. You can't do everything. Take your time and just focus on really relationship building. Yeah. And the rest will come. Yeah. That is the one of the most important things. I tell people that all the time. Like the relationship is one of the most important, if not the most important thing, because collaboration, you know, connecting kids to books, getting in, you know, with teachers and making those relationships so important is something that can truly make a difference, I think. Right. I think too, because like I have a flexible schedule. So if the teachers don't like me or they don't know me, they're not bringing their classes in there to work with me. So it's really important to have those relationships and have that trust um, between us. 
Did you come from a different district or were you in the same district that you're in now? I'm in the same district. Yeah. So that's nice too, because then they knew like who you were and, and that, that makes a difference too. So that's Mm -hmm. good. Now, when you think about to like your, you know, it's, it's only your second year and people that are listening, especially people that are starting out or even people who have been in the profession for a long time, you know, you personally have done a great job too, just making those connections online, like building your PLN, you know, being active on social, making those connections again, and those relationships. So what advice could you give others on how that worked for you, how you grew that? Oh, yeah. So I'm, and I really love social media. And <laughs> it can feel kind of isolating um, being the only librarian in your school. Like everybody else has their department and their their meetings and stuff, and <laughs> kind of on an island. So I have these relationships, but essentially I'm the only one who knows what I, you know, who, who know, really knows what I do and really is going to, you know, crowd me over these books that, that's a torn page. But anyways, so um, it's great to have those, those connections online. I'm 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 diehard about Twitter and trying to get more into Instagram, but I've made so many great friends all over the country um, just by interacting. So like I feel like I when I started getting online, I would of course follow people and started you know, commenting. And then I started sharing. So I think that's the biggest part, just sharing your glows and grows, share those fails because it just makes you, you know, so much more personable. And of course it's your little social media for, you know, appearance or whatever, but you know, be authentic and share, share, share. You've got to post because when you go on somebody's page and it's like, they're not posting anything. It's like, come on, we want to see who you are. the key to making those friendships yeah and it's so like I'm in a library I'm I'm the only one in my whole district and so for me I have a library associate and which is amazing and wonderful but for me like just growing as a librarian like way back when I started that was probably the best like PD for me ever because I learned so many things not just from librarians but from educators from companies from publishers like twitter has been something that i am so thankful that i like took that plunge you know i don't know i've been on there probably for like 14 years now i bet 13 years and so it it's it's really amazing how many opportunities that brings to people too which i love getting those author retweets or seeing that author like something i said about their book like oh I win. I know. (laughs) Well, and that's how like we have brought so many like virtual things to our kids and just opportunities. And that's how like, you know, like, what do you have to lose? Just reach out and ask people things. And it is something that they're on Twitter because they want to be as well. And so usually that's the great thing. And, And I love Instagram too. So that's a fun one too. I love it. Oh, so what are you? I know. What are your big, like <laughs> goals? Like, you know, now we're into March, it's almost April and we're going to get out of school before we know it. So what are your big goals like for next year? Do you have things in mind that you just can't even wait to do? Um. Yeah. So I was just thinking about how 
I really need to be more like I talked about relationships, but I need to work on my consistency. I feel like as far as with scheduling the classes, so I'm kind of all over the place and can be kind of what is it like scatterbrained? I don't want to say that squirrel, <laughs> maybe that too. But being more consistent about, okay, your class came in and checked out books on this day. Let's do it again in two weeks on this day. And like being more um, consistent about that. That's one of my big goals because good one. I have a lot of classes that come in, but it's not like a schedule, which I kind of like, you know, it's good to be yeah. flexible, but yeah. I want to have the more, the more consistency. Um, that's one of my, my big goals. Um, just being more consistent and having fun, getting, you know, it really increasing reading, trying to yeah. build a culture of reading through and through at my school. Yeah, that's, I love that you say that because I think that anyone can be in a library, like showing kids books and, you know, promoting things or buying new books for our collections, but building that culture of reading is something that will instill in our kids and they have it to take away with them too when they leave our schools and and leave our libraries as well so that's something that we can really impact love that you're doing amazing things my friend thank you shannon i'm out here trying shannon you inspire me i appreciate you so much oh i appreciate you too and for everyone listening i i love it when people like leave our listeners with, you know, a little piece of advice. So for those starting out, if they're in their second or first, or maybe they're starting in a library, even this upcoming year, what piece of advice do you have to leave them with today? Ooh, okay. So I think my, my big piece of advice is that you are not alone, that you need to find your people, uh, find your tribe, and really connect with others, whether it be in your district or reaching out on social media. That's where I, you know, really get my energy from and my my pickups. Like if I have a bad day, they're there to support me. So really, really making those connections is my best piece of advice. Make connections because they're gonna have so many ideas you can steal, first of all. <laughs> Love it. And see, they're gonna keep you uplifted. <laughs> yes, it's so true. And People want to follow you. So where do they follow you at? Oh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mobley in the Mix. Also have a website, MobleyInTheMix.com. And I need a little bit of updates. But yes, that's where you can find me, Mobley in the Mix, because I'm all over the place. I'm in the mix. I love it. I love the name. Thank you. <laughs> how much thank you so so much for just everything that you do and and we'll be watching you so i'm glad that you've been on the podcast today we're just inspired by everything that you have to share so i will make sure that i share lauren's information and it will be attached to this podcast along with a certificate of professional development that you can download and fill out to use as always, thank you to all of our listeners for joining us for this episode of the Future Ready Librarian podcast series, Leading from the Library. And a very special thank you to our sponsors, Follett. You make a difference in our library schools and within our lives and that of our students every day. We appreciate everything that you do. I hope you can take what you learned in today's podcast and put it to use within your practice as a Future Ready Librarian. Until next time, friends, keep finding ways to lead within and from your library.